Erratic Awakening is presented to you by Lupercalia, the ancient Roman festival held February 17th, 18th, and 19th in Edmonton, Alberta. It's a weekend of fetish and fun and a taste of ancient Rome. Mark your calendars now. We will feature keynote speakers, interactive workshops, vendor mentor places, dinners, and three play parties and social events for adults interested in erratic PDSM and alternative lifestyles. Prego, prego. Buongiorno! Join us for Lupercalia! Dan and Don will take you to dinner if you go there. No, really! That's one of the things they do! Yes, really! Yes, go join them! Go have dinner! See you there! Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Every Thursday, your hosts, Dan and Don, share with you their experience and insights on kink, power exchange, and erotic life as well as bring you interviews with exciting people from various lifestyles. Then every Monday, you'll hear from our various guest hosts. These nationally known educators bring a variety of experience to the mics and share with you an ever-increasing diverse world of alternative life. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dan. Wanted to start off the show today saying thank you to Lupercalia, the event in Edmonton, Alberta, where you and I will be presenting in February 17th, 18th, 19th. Yes, when it's going to be very, very cold. I don't think <laughs> negative 30 degrees Celsius is as cold as you think it is. I think it is. If zero's freezing and they're saying negative 30... I don't think it works the way you think it does. But no. still, it is. it will be cold. <laughs> it will definitely be cold. It'll be cold. We need people out there with us to help keep us warm. <laughs> yes. Um, we actually talked to somebody from Lupercalia a little while ago, and I will shove that uh, interview with him in here. Uh, we just talked for about four or five minutes about what the mm-hmm. event was like and what's it like to do an event in Canada and how this event's going to be different from other events, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. good time talking to him. And uh, if you think that, hey, I live near Edmonton or I like to travel to Alberta mm-hmm. or I've never seen a moose. then um, <laughs> I want to see a moose. I don't know that they really have mooses in Mooses, mooses. Edmonton. And well, I, I looked, especially not in the hotel. Well, that's true. But I looked near Toronto and I was told that was the wrong place no. to look. <laughs> well, this is not anywhere near no. Toronto, my understanding is. No. But on today's show, in a highly edited podcast that it is, we're uh, going to do a question of the day. And then really just devoting the whole show to that. It's about the difference between desires and commands and expectations and uh so that's pretty much what we're doing today's show and uh, we also wanted to mention though that we have a uh, this is a prequel and we started to do this show today and we realized it's actually going to be much bigger than we thought so we're going to be doing a three or four part podcast of the different stages the different uh stages of relationships of power exchange relationships and possible issues in each stage so that'll be a lot of fun to do so um but that'll be coming up in our next three or four shows that at least that that dawn and i host
There's not a whole lot There's not before whole, we get there. No, but uh, you know, we do have a busy weekend coming up. Oh, let me put that on my to-do list. Tomorrow, I need to be packing the car again. You are first doing a, uh, a clergy situation. I am. And the uh, funny thing is how things go uh, kind of circle around. One of the uh, first spanking parties we ever went to, mm-hmm. the person ended up spanking you. One of, one of the few people that's actually asked to, to play with me, mm-hmm. though, though, you know, it does work. He got to play with me, and now I'm playing with others in Indy because they asked. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he asked uh, at the spanking party, and uh, it was nice and brave, and I got a nice spanking out of it, and now I'm officiating his wedding to his partner. Years go by, and now yes. you're the officiant in his wedding. Indeed. How does that work? So I don't know how that works, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm taking somebody with me tomorrow to be the witness, and we're doing it at a beautiful park, and it's just going to be amazing. And I kind of like it because it's on 11-11 mm-hmm. at 11-11. So that'll be kind of neat. That is kind of 11, neat. 11 11 Oh, actually, we're in 2011. So it's 11-11-11, and we'll be doing it at 11-11. That's either very neat, very spiritual, or very... I, I never remember dates, so I'm going to make it simple. <laughs> I know people that do that. Or they um, change it like we did and then never remember what day it's yeah, supposed to be on. <laughs> that's unfortunate. But we did do that. Yes. Um, but fortunately, the collaring is stamped on your collar. So we know in that that's true. I can just look at it. Yes. Uh, so that's Friday. Saturday, we'll be at the Purple Rose Society doing Sex and Power Exchange mm-hmm. presentation. Mm-hmm. That's going to be so much fun. That should be a lot of fun. And then uh, Sunday will be, that's in Akron, Ohio? Um, yeah, Purple Rose is in Akron. Sunday will be in Columbus, Ohio at the National Leather Association talking about titles. And the weekend after that, 18th, 19th, 20th, will be at Spanksgiving in Yay. St. Louis. Yay. If you are in St. Louis, a podcast listener, and uh, haven't gotten your ticket yet, you're fucked. Tickets are sold out. <laughs> but uh, if you live near there and you say, boy, I'd like to meet that Dan and Dawn and have a cup of coffee with them, even though I didn't get in the event, let us know. Oh, absolutely. So we are up for dinner and, and all that type of stuff. That's actually fun. We'd actually heard recently from somebody um, who said, hey, if you're ever in my neighborhood, I, you know, I'd love to meet you. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, we travel all over the place, so we're always in somebody's neighborhood. <laughs> or at least close. <laughs> if... if not necessarily a podcast listener, but we're in somebody's neighborhood. Yes. <laughs> Scoping around, looking around, stalking and such. Um, if you would like to stalk us, you can get a hold of us in a variety of ways, such as the Got Comment form on the webpage. Mm-hmm. Or by voicemail, 206-309-0054. We received a very nice voicemail from someone recently. Um, this is from a listener, and I feel guilty because they said they went back and started at episode one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. They weren't that bad, but they got better. <laughs> it did get better. Hi, uh, this is Cherry, uh, Cherry Doll at Life. And I wanted to say that I love your podcast. Um, I think you guys are great. I listen to you. I do a lot of uh, back and forth. I live in Ann Arbor, and I do a lot of back and forth to Chicago. And you guys are, more often than not, my my company for the majority of, of the ride. And we love you, too. Absolutely. And I feel like we're dating now if we've spent <laughs> so much time together. So if we're ever in Chicago, we're going to crash on your couch. 
and, and we um, may be near Ann Arbor sometime. So. Oh, absolutely. As a matter yeah. of fact, we've been in Ann Arbor and we've presented at a group mm-hmm. up there. We did. We did. Grail, I think it was. Something like that. I think that was mm-hmm. near Ann Arbor. It Maybe. was somewhere in Michigan. Maybe. So, um, <laughs> so podcast listeners, here's a thought. If you are uh, in the local community, wherever your local community is, mm-hmm. you should go to whoever runs your local group and knock them over and take over the group and invite us to come out there and present. <laughs> or you or could just advise them. Ask hey, politely. <laughs> why don't we just have Dan and Don come out and do one of their awesome presentations? Yeah, because we love to do it for groups. Oh, know, absolutely. Not just events. I, I love the intimacy of, of the groups as well. We get to meet so many people. Yeah, and, and really that becomes fodder for future presentations and future books. Interacting mm-hmm. with other people and being involved at, a, at that more, like you said, intimate level. Yeah. Speaking of intimate, let's do the question of the day. Ooh, okay. Do you want me to read you the question of the day? Why not? Okay, because it's a little long, but that's okay. All right. On page 62 of Living MS. Ooh, she read the books. <laughs> Why am I nervous with the question starting like that? I was like, on page 62. Yeah, so apparently you said this bullshit. So I thought I'd call you on it. Where's my copy of the book? It makes me want to flip way? the book open, make sure Where the question's my... really there. Yes. So, um, Master Dan writes about expectations, commands, and desires. I was wondering if he could talk about how he defines those concepts and how they look to him within an MS relationship. I would also love to hear Dawn's perspective about these terms, specifically if there's a hierarchy of what gets carried out first and what happens if one contradicts the other. For example, Master Dan issues a command that is in conflict with what Dawn understood to be an expectation that had been established long ago. Interesting. And boy, I'm glad that was a long question because I took a little time to think about it. The idea... um, you know, at first I was like, what the fuck was I thinking putting those three things together? But it does make some sense to put them together. So my expectations of you are things that I can just, at all times, you know, this is the way I expect you to carry yourself. For example, um, I have an expectation of you that you won't go out on FetLife and call somebody a dick. Right. Or, or get involved in one of the little troll bashing things or get involved in that waste of time stuff. To me... It does not reflect well on me, mm-hmm. on you. There's no value in it. No reason to go do it. Right. We have a standard expectation that you're not going to do that. I don't have to command you, stay off fat life today. Or stay off the, you know, uh, don't be a bitch. I have an expectation <laughs> you're going to be honest with me. I have an expectation that you're going to treat me with dignity and respect and courtesy. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are developed over time. And they're developed over time via reinforcement. They're developed over time by saying this is by continually laying out expectations, maybe via commands or maybe just saying, hey, these are my expectations. So that's expectations. Commands uh, a little easier, you know, go do this. I have an expectation that it go get that it gets done. But a command is leadership. A command is go do. A command is a call to action. A command is... um, more along the lines of building a set expectation or to, perp- to accomplish a particular purpose. Go to the store and get me a cheeseburger. Or it's a simple command, right? And that's just mm-hmm. something, it's a one done. Uh, other commands are more to set a level of expectation. Make my coffee. I want coffee made every day. And then the next day, uh, where's my coffee? Did you make my coffee? Good, make my coffee. And the next day, um, 
verifying that you have followed the command of make my coffee. And from then on, it's an expectation. There will be, the command is I want coffee every morning. Man, we do a lot of podcasts about coffee. I was thinking the same thing. We should get fucking folders to... Oh, uh, uh, yeah. So, you know, though it is noon and I've fixed two pots of coffee already. So there's <laughs> no a wonder. good reason. <laughs> and desires um, are more of a emotional or non-mental or physical or even spiritual he says rambling for a moment (laughs) and the command is to fulfill the desire so i have a desire Mm. to have a sexual release that leads to the uh, it could lead to the command give me a blow job or (laughs) or it could just mean leading to grabbing you by your hair and dragging you into the bedroom. Either commands or expectations work there because I have expectations of you, as you're well aware, if I grab you and lead you into the bedroom, that you'll (laughs) not only skip and jump for joy and and say yay like that, but also to um, that I've got a purpose and you're just going to follow me and you're just going to go do it. So really interesting that commands can be expressed via... Nonverbal, mm-hmm. you know, um, something as simple as when I grab your hair and start walking, <laughs> you know, to relax and follow. Absolutely. Um, desires, of course, don't always have to be sexual. They don't have to be, you know, um, again, I, I want coffee every morning when I get up. I lay the command, bring me coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my definition of the three words. Awesome. So the part two of the question is where you have to do some work. Right, right. So this is part two was Dawn's perspective about these terms, specifically if there's a hierarchy of what gets carried out first. And what happens if one contradicts another? Master Dan issues a command that is in conflict with what Dawn understood to be an expectation that had been established long ago. So, and kind of the way I see this is like, like it is hierarchical. So desire is the, the way top. It's the umbrella. Kind of like um, we desire to have a MS relationship. We desire to have hot sex, like you said. <laughs> you know, we desire to have these things. And then the expectations comes under that. You know, you expect me to follow rituals. You expect me to follow protocols. You expect me to follow your expectations. And then the commands are the pieces that drive all of that. And um, so I do see that as broken down kind of hierarchical. If you can see my hand, I'm kind of like in the air. Here's <laughs> desires, here's expectations, and my hand keeps getting lower. You know, and here's commands. So, but I find it interesting, and I, hadn't, I, I love questions that make me think about how and why I do things, because sometimes I just do them. It just seems like the right thing to do, and I, I don't think about why. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, what if one is in conflict with the other? And we purposefully don't read these questions too much before the podcast, so right. that it is something you're you're going kind to, of, yeah. So we can hear your mental stream around that. Um, and I'm curious about your mental stream because my thought when I read that mm-hmm. was you're going to respond by saying, "Well, I short circuit." <laughs> well, sometimes I do. Sometimes I do short circuit. It's like, uh oh, okay. Well, like the expectation of having your coffee every morning, uh-huh. and I know that you like it room temperature. Uh-huh. Well, now the command is, "I want it hot." You know, you've changed something. So the expectation has changed with a command. So would I put the expectation first? Would I ignore the command? No, I would go with the command first. So even though the expectation has been laid, um, I don't know. Let's say the expectation is that 
I will always be dressed when I walk out the back door, right? That's been the expectation sure. for a long time. Now the command is I will go out without my top one. I better be taking off my top in the living room. But, know, but, that's, so the, but, but let's, no, let's go after that one a little bit. Okay. I have obviously have an expectation of you that when you are in a vanilla space, and we'll pick the mall. When okay. you're in the mall, you conduct yourself as a normal citizen of the world. You do not draw attention to yourself. And this is something we actually uh, dealt with a little bit earlier in our relationship from a pride perspective. Mm -hmm. You don't have to, you're not above anybody else. You're not mm -hmm. below anybody else. I expect you to act like everybody else. You do right. not have to call attention to yourself that you're a slave. Mm -hmm. I, and, and we know people, we don't interact with these people, but we right. know people like that who feel the need to inter to call attention to themselves, right. that they're a slave, and wear the big fat collars in the mall, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. My expectation of you is that if a master is sitting there and 10 people walk by and you're one of those 10 people that... He doesn't know, oh, a slave walked by. Right. Unless there's some kind of acknowledgement that needs mm -hmm. to be made, right? So if I gave you the command to go to the mall. Right. Wearing your big fat collar. Right. And have your eyes down turned and everybody that you speak to, to respond by saying, yes, you know, sir mm -hmm. or ma'am. Right. What would you do? I would follow the command. So I think the command of the moment overrides the expectation. So that's been set up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I may give you a look like, are you sure? <laughs> I would then actually I follow want, the command. I would think, though, and actually what I would want would be a little bit more than the look. Yeah. If there's a command that directly conflicts with something that you see as an expectation, mm -hmm. uh, unless it's, you know, now, granted, I have two ways of commanding, right? Right. One has room for you to respond and one doesn't. Right. If there's room for you to respond, you might seek clarification. Mm-hmm. And earlier in the relationship, you know, so maybe the look is just because we're 12 years into yeah. this, you know, so, and, and we know what the, the, the questioning look is. So, um, you know, and it, it's not, a it, it's not, a uh, aggressive look. It's a questioning look, No, no. but at the beginning I can see that I, I probably would have asked questions, you know, sir, are you sure? Have you thought about, you know, or there's going to be kids around or, you know, something like yeah. that. So I can see that I might have questioned it. Now, little things, like you said, there's not room for questioning. You know, there's something right. that there's just no room. So, yeah. The and, but I agree with what you initially said was the command comes first. Mm -hmm. And then you find out <clears throat> later, why do I need to change the expectations? Right. Or was the command a one and done sort of thing? Mm -hmm. And then desire wise, you and I saw that a little bit differently, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah. You saw desire more as the driving force behind the relationship, I think? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. more as the umbrella. Interesting. Hmm. Well, so that was a really good question of the day. Yeah, I like that. I hope that helps. Uh, that was Spanky Ray that sent that in. Yes. And I hope that helps with your understanding. And um, I'm sure she'll ask more on top of that later. Yeah. I, <laughs> and, you know, I, just a, a quick side note. And you and I mentioned the books on occasion mm -hmm. probably maybe <laughs> more often than just on occasion i but like them i'm very partial to them <laughs> i am very partial to them i think that uh sex power sex stories and power exchange is a lot of fun mm -hmm. and i think living ms is a valuable resource to people that um are living in power exchange relationships absolutely so when we hear back from people that they they agree that's all that feels good feels nice it does it feels good but you know what i find funny 
is that when people say like on page 62 of your book and I'm like, our book? Oh, damn, that's right. We did, right? I mean, we talk about it a lot, but I still forget sometimes, you know? And uh, it's still kind of neat. Yeah, it is kind of neat. And it does reflect the stream of consciousness style of writing that we have mm-hmm. to have to go back and say page 62. Oh, yeah, that's where we talk about that. <laughs> Recently, we've been asking people to go vote for us at the podcast awards. Those did get completed. We did not win. We did lose to Kevin Smith and... The other guy whose name I can't recall at the oh, moment, who does Smodcast. Yeah. So I guess we lost a good company. Um, lost to Jay and Silent Bob, so that's not so bad. That's not so bad, though, you know. And I know we had lots of people go out there and vote for us. And, you know, we always uh, wrote it on FetLife. And sure. people responded. And we voted for ourselves. And, you know, it's all good. It was fun to do. <laughs> and we'll talk again about it next year because we'll try again next year. What the Absolutely. Hell? So, Dom, we have yet to do any presenting in ancient Rome. <laughs> That's <as we> true. <laughs> Although, those are some horny people, according to the Caligula, the movie I saw. Oh, that's very true. But the closest we are getting is Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, for Lupra... Lupra... Lupracalia. Uh, Michael, fortunately, you're on the phone with us. <laughs> so, how do you pronounce it? Lu- Lupracalia. We, we pronounce it Lupracalia. Well, good enough for me. Mike, thanks for being on the podcast tonight. Well, thank you for having me. And what is your association with Lupercalia? Uh, my association is um, I'm the uh, vice chairman for this year's event, and I'm also uh, in charge of uh, gathering the uh, presenters and, and getting a little workshop schedule for this year. And uh, so, yeah, I heard that I was supposed to talk to you guys and ask you guys to come <laughs> present because... Everybody that I talked to that mentioned your name said you guys were absolutely amazing. Oh, how nice. Fantastic. Awesome. I keep talking to those people. I like those people. <laughs> um, and we are, are thrilled for the, with the opportunity to go to uh, Alberta and present for you guys. So um, let's try and get some of the podcast listeners and other people that we know to come to the event with us. What are they going to find at this event? Uh, well, you're going to find uh, uh, a toga party. Nice. Uh, that's on Friday night. We have a toga, toga party. Um, we have three nights of dungeon play, and there's uh, a number of presenters that I've that I've arranged to uh, to come in to Edmonton in the middle of winter, um, including uh, Janet Hardy is going to be coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julian Wolf. Nice. Uh, well, you too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doctor Clockwork. Oh, very cool. Ooh. And uh, Ms. Cynthia. Awesome. And Lamalani is coming back. This is her second year back also. Very um, cool. She was here last year and everybody absolutely loved her. Great. And um, we also have some local uh, some local talent as well. Uh, Night to Mists is going to be uh, presenting a workshop. And we have a, uh, a fellow in town who is totally into puppy play, who's doing a, a, an intro class into puppy play. And um, there's a woman from Calgary who will be coming up and doing a CBT workshop. And ouch. she <laughs> likes, it, well, it's really ouch, actually. She likes <laughs> nailing her subs uh, scrotum to a board. 
I know somebody that would enjoy watching that, and I know many people that would run screaming. <laughs> I would enjoy watching it, and I would actually probably enjoy having that done also. So <laughs> Nice. I will uh, be in the run screaming category on that one personally, but that's okay. Um, so is this event, is it intended for people that are new to the scene, or is it intended for more of the veteran sort of crowd? It's intended for everybody. Nice. Um, we, we, we try to balance the workshops between like 101 intro type workshops and, and more advanced workshops. Okay, very cool. Um, with, uh, with a lot of fun thrown in. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, tell me about the dungeons. Um, <clears throat> the dungeons, I'm not exactly sure how big they are square footage. Um, we have uh, a number of people in town who are uh, uh, equipment makers. Mm-hmm. And oh. who, um, so we have actually quite a good supply. I think last year we had like 30 to 35 stations. And I mean, I know it doesn't sound all that big compared to some of the larger, uh, the larger events, but I mean, we have about 160 to 180 people okay. uh, on average for attendance this year. I'm hoping to get that number up in the, in the low two hundreds. Mm-hmm. Um, so big but intimate exactly so exactly um, it's just one big friendly family sweet so that's about the size that i like so mm-hmm. you get to run into people over exactly and over again and get to yeah make friends so exactly sweet yeah. Do you do you end up having a lot of? Is it mostly the people that are attending? Is it a lot of local people, or do you have people like ourselves from the states that come up to visit? Um, over the years, we haven't had as as many people from the states coming up, aside from uh, the presenters that we brought in. Um, but I am actually actively trying to change that right now. I've I've actually been advertising in other events, run books, and trying to get our, our name out there a little bit, a little bit more than it has been. Okay. Okay. So Michael, um, the, the name Lupracalia, I keep wanting to say it wrong. Lupracalia. So how did you come up with that name? Um, we didn't come up with that name. The ancient Romans came up with that name. Um, (laughs) yes. And, uh, we have a, uh, society in Edmonton called the Edmonton O Society, uh, which was the, the first kind of BDSM, uh, society in in Edmonton, and one of the one of the founders of it in 1998 in February, close to Valentine's Day, was was on his computer searching for uh, I believe his words were the uh, searching for the world's best bondage photo, um, <laughs> and he had the TV on in the background, and it was on A and E, and there was a documentary on Valentine's Day, and he wasn't really paying much attention to it until he swore that he heard the narrator say, when half-naked priests run through the streets of ancient Rome whipping women. And then he started paying attention. Ooh. <laughs> but, uh, but, but the show went to a commercial. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so he, uh, he didn't really uh, get to find out much more about that, because, but because A&E has this great habit of repeating its programming all the time, mm-hmm. he watched it again a few days later. Nice. Um, and then he learned that Valentine's Day was actually brought out of an ancient body Roman festival called Lupercalia, which is, oh. was basically a fertility festival. 
Nice. Well, we, we will do our best to practice the fertility aspect of it. <laughs> no, no, the actions of the fertility action of it, yes. not the fertility part of the fertility. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, uh, so, Michael, one more question for you, if you don't mind. Um, not what is a Libertina ball? Uh, that is a, a fetish ball. Um, it's something that we we brought out last year um, as a way to maybe bring in the general public who really didn't have a big clue about BDSM but but had fetish interests. Mm-hmm. And so we sold tickets to that publicly, and they only had entrance to the ball itself. Oh, neat. Okay. And this year we are actually including uh, entrance to the play party that night also, um, but nothing else for the weekend. And, and I see, uh, now that I'm, I'm looking at it, I see that the uh, dressing your best fetish gear for an evening of masks, fun, and demonstration, and you guys even go provide the mask. Yep, we will. Nice. That Very seems cool. like fun. I've got a mask right here that I can wear. <laughs> I, although the, the masks that we uh, provide are just those... You know the the little uh, Zorro mask, if you will. Um, there 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 are there are some people who showed up there last year with like just amazing masks that they spent probably hours, if not days, putting together. Well, um, it just so happens that the uh, the Erotic Awakening podcast we have our staff mask maker who happens to be our erotic poetress as well, Goddessy. She doesn't nice. realize that she's our Mask maker. <laughs> but she will as soon as she listens to this episode. Nice. So, Michael, thank you very much for talking with us today. We're going to certainly do our best to bring some Yanks like us up there. <laughs> and as always, anyone that listens to the podcast, if you're thinking about going, but you're afraid you won't know anybody, well, you'll know us, and we will sit down and drink a cup of coffee with you, which is American for spank you. But still... <laughs> um, Michael, thank you very much for being on the podcast tonight. Well, uh, we, th- we'll see you in a couple months. Thank you for having me, and I look forward to meeting you guys in person. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. Visit Adventures in Sexuality at adventuresinsexuality.org. Erotic Awakening is grateful for the support of The Kink Shop. The Kink Shop provides quality merchandise at affordable prices and features various BDSM implements for lifestylers by lifestylers. Visit them online at thekinkshop.com. Want to be a part of Erotic Awakening? Want to share about your favorite kink, an event, podcast, or book? Toss us an email at dananddawn at eroticawakening.com. Let's hear what you have to say. Need budget dungeon furniture? Dawn gets her kink on on furniture from two sadistic freaks. Visit twosadisticfreaks.com for great prices on dungeon furniture. Special discounts apply to those that live in Ohio. Did you know you can buy the new book, Living MS by Dan and Dawn, as well as an Erotic Awakening t-shirt, messenger bag, or coffee mug, simply by visiting the Shop and Support page of the Erotic Awakening website? Any dollar and 20 cents we make from anything sold on the site goes directly back into the continuing educational mission of Erotic Awakening. Thank you for your support. For all your rope and exotic wood neat toy needs, we highly recommend Maui Kink. Visit Maui Kink at MauiKink.com. And when ordering, don't forget to select that you heard about them via Erotic Awakening on the checkout form. And music heard on Erotic Awakening is provided by Pocket Universe. 
for music that has been crafted and designed for scenes that range from sensual to dynamic BDSM, visit them at pocketuniversemusic.com. Bye, Don. Bye, Dan. Erotic Awakening is brought to you by Lupercalia, the ancient Roman festival held on February 17th, 18th, and 19th in Elbendin. Eldimindin. <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you put an L in there? You've done that twice. <laughs>